Oh man, don't want you to don't want you to know this one. Guess what? You don't like the price of eggs? We have the power to change it. You have that power. Don't like the price of houses? We have the power to change that too. What's up? What's up? What's up? Let's go ahead and get into this thing. Hey, so you know, I was thinking this morning, what if it works? All right, I'm over here making all kinds of noise, telling my story, hoping someone will listen. What if it works? What if I'm the guy that actually changed the world, right? I'm that guy who changed the world and got everybody to realize, hey, listen, get what you get, what inspires you, get stuff that makes your life better and skip all that other crap, right? Whoa. Now that would be cool. I guarantee that would be cool. Oh, wait a minute. I think I am that guy. Let's talk about it. Been thinking. Thinking's really important. You got to stay in your head because if you're not spending a lot of time thinking about the truth and the things that you believe, it's really easy to get off track. I mean, think about it. Not to beat a dead horse, but the truth is when they, when the pandemic hit and everybody went out and got all crazy about buying these houses, right? Oh my God, houses are disappearing. What? Oh yeah, walking down the street, they just disappear. There aren't enough houses. And we ran out and we bought all these houses that ran the price through the roof. Now call it a, a coincidence maybe. But with that, that scarcity, all of a sudden, everything that, everything that we need became scarce, right? There wasn't enough. There were kayaks. Manufacturers just stopped producing, right? And, it was, and maybe it wasn't intentional. It was because a supply chain, right? It, that's how it started. But once the supply chain came back, guess what happened? Manufacturers kept the volume low so they could keep the price high. What would you do if I told you we have the power to change that? You know what? I ain't even going to debate it. Let's get right into this thing. Someone's running the story here. Someone is keeping us on our tracks, right? Someone is feeding us the information we need in order for us to do the things we do. The pandemic, which started out as clearly just a, an issue of supply and demand with regard to resources for manufacturers to produce products, right? And they just, they were scrambling at first. They're like, oh my God, oh no, we're going to, we're going to fail. We're going to end up out of business. And what happened was, what they realized is when they had these shortages, the price went up because the value of those goods went up as well. And then when the supply started coming in because they weren't selling as many because people had accepted the fact that there wasn't enough of that product in the market, they started getting a backlog of products, but they liked that price high. So what did they do? They just withheld the products. You think empty shelves are a, an accident? They, they might be to some degree. But on the other side of this, if you believe that something is not available and you think you need it, or you do in fact need it, you're going to want to get that at whatever price it is currently available. And then one by one, when you think about the progression, is one by one, all of a sudden, hey, can you, you got any, can I borrow some toilet paper? What, what? Yeah, I just need a few squares, man. I'll give you 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, you know anybody's got a house for sale? Don't, don't, don't say it too loud. They get in a bidding war, and the next thing you know, we'll be paying twice what it's worth. Oh, yeah, I know how that goes, right? 
Come on. Not trying to start any kind of rumor or anything here, but there's a reason that we are divided. There's a reason we have so many segments within our population. You know how much much more powerful people in charge, the people who run this manipulation machine, are because of the ability to divide us? You know why we can't get the price of eggs down? Because we can't get together on the same page when it comes to just not buying eggs for a week. Right? It just, it'll drop the price of eggs, just like it will drop the price of houses. Now, this is the double-edged sword in that. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. If I stop buying houses, let's say I'm in the market for a house, because I am in the market for a house, I will definitely have me a conventional home. It will not have more than I need. It will be a perfect fit. You can guarantee that. But I will buy a house. But if I were to not buy a house, if everyone in the country who is currently looking for a house told their realtors, you know, I think I'll wait. And, and we did that for like a month. Because let's face it, if you're looking to buy a house, you're not homeless. You're, you're living where you are. So that's not going to change. But what do you suppose would happen if everyone in the market for a house said, eh, we can wait? I mean, and it makes sense. If you're buying a house, why wouldn't you wait? I mean, after all, the price is really high right now. And of course, there's the interest rate too, which is another factor, right? The prices of houses would eventually drop because you, they're trying to sell those houses and the price will drop and eventually you'll be in a position to where it, it benefits us enough to buy. The interest rates will go down or whatever. But on the other side of that, can you imagine what that is going to do or will do for the people who ran out there during the pandemic, during the height of the discovery of scarcity and and bought that house $100,000 more than it was worth in Ogallala, Nebraska? I mean, I don't know about you, but the world's going to have to get pretty bad before I move to Ogallala. I mean, it's <laughs> just just saying, right? But I mean, if that isn't a prime example of the manipulation, I don't, I'm not really sure what is. But, you know, I mentioned the idea that we have the power, right? We do. We definitely do. The ticket is to turn off the noise, stop looking at our neighbors as enemies and start talking about things that make our lives better. I mean, talk about things like how how it would be nice to know your neighbor in case all hell breaks loose or how nice it would know, know your neighbor because you, you're tired of paying 12 bucks for eggs, right? And you say, you know what, let's just stop buying eggs. All right, tell your friends. All right, I'll tell my friends. All right, and that's it. Now, I don't know if that's in your business, but I'm just illustrating how powerful we are. But let's talk about what would happen if you take that same power, because you possess it, obviously, we've already established that. Take that same power, and instead of looking at the world and trying to fix everything around you, you start working on fixing what you have going on in your life, right? When you, Where you're like, ah, really, this really sucks. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, ah, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I want to go to work, right? Imagine if you could take that same type of strategy and apply it to your own life. That's what we're going to talk about. Guess what? Stick around. I'll show you that we do have the power. 
All right, so what is going on? All right, you're looking around and you're seeing all these things go on in the world and it doesn't feel like you can do much about it. And it isn't because we can't, it's because we don't know how, which in a way is why I'm here. But the same, that same concept holds true in your personal life. The reason you're not rocking your life and you're like scratching your head every time you tune in and you're like, I, this guy, he can't listen to this guy. It's because you don't have any idea what I'm talking about. It's, it's a difficult concept. Let's say that you are the army of you, and you can imagine throngs of, of you hanging out behind you like in a big line from one of those medieval swords and spears and cannons things, right? Archers, right? If you consolidate your effort, if you take and look at all of the, the culmination of your energy and your effort and what you think and what you believe, right? And you take that, that whole dynamic that of your existence and you turn it toward you. And just like the eggs, where as a group we could change the price of eggs, just like the eggs, you and your persona says, you know what? I'm smarter than this. You know what? I'm, I'm better than this. And that's the drive, right? That's the focus, What can't you accomplish? What thing are you not going to be able to do? I bring this around another direction so you kind of get an idea and you can kind of see or visualize this because I'm a real visual person. As I'm sitting here talking right now, I'm envisioning what I'm about to tell you because that's just how my mind works. But in order for us to affect change in our life, either externally or internally, we have to have a vision for what it's going to look like and how we're going to execute I gave you the story of the price of eggs or the price of houses and how if we were to stop buying those products, how the price would drop. It would drop almost immediately, right? Well, the same is true when you take that same concept and you apply it to your personal life, right? If you focus all of your energy and thoughts on affecting some sort of change in your life, let's say that you've just decided that within your reach right now, because of your time, money, and energy level, you've decided that it's possible, probably possible for you to go start walking every day. If you don't have that picture of where you're going embedded in your mind, if you don't wake up thinking about that picture in your mind, you don't have any place to get ready to go to. And the ticket is when that story, when that image is so cool, it's like the, the trailer for some amazing movie. And you're like, oh, wow. And then I get to do this. And then, oh, God, look at that. Oh, right. It's hard to go after what you can't see. In fact, it's almost impossible to go after what you can't see. <laughs> I know, man. I know you're sitting like, man, where does he come up with this crap? Where does he come up with this crap? I don't know the truth. The truth is I I come up with it doing exactly what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you to spend some time focusing on something that will actually give you some sort of juju, put some fuel in your tank, get you all excited, get you all hyped up about how exciting life can be, how cool it is to win. And you know what's funny is it's easy to become a winner when you're winning at your game. When when you say, hey, this is the game I'm going to play. This is the path we're going to take. These are the plays we're going to make. 
I know, I know. I'm making it sound way too easy, right? I'm just over here like, oh, well, he thinks it's easy just to get away from my addiction, or he thinks it easy to, to be on the verge of homeless every day. No, I don't. It isn't, it isn't easy to be in the position you're in. But it isn't any more difficult to say, okay, I'm already, I'm already eating a shit sandwich every day. I might as well go ahead and continue. Just add a little more to it with my decision to start going to school at night. Yeah, it'll be a pain in the ass. Or, or maybe the decision is, you know, we don't have enough money. Well, what do you think we should do about it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe you should get more money, right? Focus all your energy on one thing. One thing and just elevate that thing and get used to that thing. Because what's funny about it, let's just say you're cash strapped and you don't have any more resources. Guess what you could do? You could just decide, all right, my emphasis on more money, right? More money. That's the only thing I think about right now. And what happens? Do I have to tell you? Come on. You wake up with more money. You wake up with more cash in your pocket. And all of a sudden, and that struggle of getting getting off of one job and going to the next job for like, you know, maybe a year, making twice as much as you used to make. If the picture's good enough, if you can see yourself living in that nice house or maybe having your nice little space, maybe it's a little studio apartment, right? But you're just, you're starting to rock and maybe you, you get a, you get a new set of knives, right? Which is something you didn't even imagine because you didn't even have the cash to put gas in the tank, Right. If you have a picture of where you want to be, you're not wandering around anymore just going, oh, like one of those wind-up toys that walk, right? You know what I'm talking about? You're not doing that anymore. You're like, well, okay, um, I don't have enough money. Stop spending. No way. It cannot be that easy, right? It cannot be that easy. Okay, it's not. Let's talk about even if you, why you have all this power, you have all this juju I've been talking about. So why the hell aren't you living your best life? <laughs> Stick around. All right. Hey, gather around. We're going we're gonna to talk about something. This is pretty important. So I want you to listen up on this one. We're going to talk about them, they, those the people beyond us, the powers beyond us that manipulate us. I always, I always say, you know, they tell us, they taught us, they caused us to believe or they made us believe, right? They. What does that actually mean? What that means is that, that they is anything that is not part of you that tries to permeate your life. And, and more than that, they is anything or anyone that tries to influence you in a way to benefit them that's the that's the they of it i know i know i'm i'm not really calling names again but i get it people are like well you know he's kind of harsh he's not very nice but the truth is that the reason it doesn't work any or isn't working very well right now is because the guys who love boats and love fishing fishing don't don't have boats and they don't spend a lot of time fishing right and the guys who love hiking and doing that stuff they don't have they don't have the time and the resources to go hiking and fishing but if you switch it around and you actually get the boat guys to say, hey, you know, I think I'm a boat guy. Identify, right? Identify with what your fire is, right? All of a sudden, you start turning towards that focus, and then that's the information you take in, okay? So, in essence, what that would amount to is the bass people who sell bass boats would be having a conversation with the bass people who love bass boats, they wouldn't be polluting the universe with all their noise. They would say, hey, you know what? Hey, bass people. And the bass people go, huh? 
right? And they say, hey, bass people, here's a new rod. Check this out. Here's a new boat. Here's a new motor. Can you imagine how cool that would be? The rest of us, I wouldn't have to listen to that noise. Hey, new, hey, car lovers. Hey, car lovers, right? That would be fine because it fits. But what happens now is basically the they, they are throwing these handfuls of crappy information at us with both hands. We're just surrounded. We're, we are like walking through a friggin' tunnel shower of information. Just, oh, here, look here. Hey, here, here. Do you know what the problem is? I mean, think about it. You know what the problem is? The problem is right now someone else has your power. You're not running you. They are. You're not running you. Those are the ads, the ideas, the things you want, the things you take in. You don't have the power because you're not driving the car. You're not running the ship. You're you're sitting by in this barrage of information and you're like, oh, you want me to do that? Oh, okay, I'll do this. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Oh, that looks exciting. Let's, uh, 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 uh. I'm not the crazy one. I'm not the guy sitting around going, oh, I'm dying. I don't have enough money. I'm working too hard. I don't like my wife. Don't like my husband. Life sucks. The house is dirty. The lawn needs mowed, but he won't get off his ass, right? You know, I don't know about you, but if I if I wake up in the morning, I have a trashy house and a trashy yard and a trashy life. The first thing that's going to come to mind for me is... Uh, let's see. I, I probably shouldn't be doing this. I probably shouldn't be hanging out where I am right now. The same is true. If you, if you're waking up and you're angry every day and you're not inspired and you're not feeling like that, being that top employee, that top person, that best version of you, not because it matters to the world, but because it matters to you, because the image you have in your mind about where your life is going is a pretty friggin' cool place to, to be, and you can't wait to get there. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about when I say you do have the ability to wake up every day energized and excited about your life. You do have the power to affect change in your life. You want to know what's the coolest part of all about this? You're one step away from being able to wake up every morning and say, hell yeah, I got it. Hell yeah, I have the power. Now, if there was anything that's sad about this whole conversation, it's this moment right here. Because what I'm going to say is, in order for you to get energized about your life, you kind of have to have a picture of what you love to do. You have to have that image, that portrait of your perfect life hanging on the wall, no matter where you are. And you you look at that picture and you go, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. The reason I'm having to tell you, hey, look at your life and try and find something that's fun. That'll fix your life for you is because... All of that noise that you keep taking in, all those distractions are taking you absolutely nowhere. What what image in your mind do you have for the for your life, for your how amazing your life's going to be when you're looking at a social media screen? How many how many aspects of your life are like, yeah, all right, let's do oh, I see. My point is in order for you to take and have the power to accomplish anything, the first thing you have to do is you have to be in control of you. You can't be looking at everything else and expect your life to get better. And that is the struggle, right? Why do you think it's so important that these advertisers and these corporations collect as absolutely as much information as they can about us? 
I mean, it's funny. I, I, I see it even now, right? So I go on Google and I, or Amazon and I'll do a search for something, right? And then I go log into my Google or to my YouTube account and guess what I see? I see those very same ads and those same, when you think about an ad, what is an ad? It's an idea. I turn this screen on and it gives me ideas. Hey, have you tried this? Hey, have you tried that? Hey, how about this? Hey, this will make your life better. Hey. So I guess my suggestion to you is you got to spend more time thinking about where you are and understanding life from your perspective, right? Now, there's a benefit in this. There is some serious growth in this. So let me explain this to you real quick so you kind of get an idea of what can happen when you spend time thinking about life and the choices we make and all that. And you're connected to that deeper idea of what it all means and how things benefit you and impact you. So I'm sitting there here the other day. We were, I don't know where we were at. Oh, we were in Denver. We were attending the national or the Colorado State Wrestling Championships. And my wife had bought this box of individually wrapped chips. It had Cheetos and other things in it, right? And I get this bag of Cheetos out. And from my recollection, that bag used to be twice as big. And I made the comment. I said, told my son-in-law, I said, hey, what's going to, we're going to have to take the S off of this pretty soon. You're going to get this bag for the same price right but it's going to have one cheeto in it instead of the bag saying cheetos it's going to say cheeto right or maybe i mean i mean that's that's the direction of of how it's going and it just kind of sat with me and you're thinking probably well why the hell would you why would anybody be thinking about that well it's because we're not only getting hit at the face value price of products with inflation we're also seeing inflation on the back end. Now, stick with me. This is where you have to kind of focus, right? But So if, if I pay $2 for 10 pieces of bread, just for instance, right? And I take the bread home and then the manufacturer says, you know, I don't think I want to sell 10 pieces of bread for $4. I want to sell eight pieces of bread for $4. If everyone in your family gets one slice of bread, you're going to have to buy two loaves, you're still paying the same price. The cost is still the same, but the the disbursement of that product, the value or the value you receive from that product is diminished because the product does not contain as much as it used to, right? So even if the price stays the same and the government can announce to all of us, hey, inflation is, is stabled off, inflation is tabled off, it hasn't tabled off because... An offset of that is a simple concept. Here, let's just shrink down the amount of products that we're selling them for the same price. And they'll think inflation's down. But really what's happening is we're just getting them at the front end. They're going to buy that product from us. And it's just going to be less product. And that keeps our profits up. And of course, the economy looks really good. And again, I guess, what's my point on this conversation? Why would I be sharing this conversation with you? It's because that's what happens when you focus on truly thinking about what's going on, and more than that, about where you're at in it, how you can master it, how you can achieve your best possible performance amid what's going on around us. Believe me, they, and I say they, ooh, there's that word again, the powers at hand don't want you to think about you, don't want you to focus on your strengths, don't want you to get all energized in what you're doing and how you can grow. Man, if you're going to listen to someone, if you're going to cheer for someone, if you're going to get all up in your business in someone's life, 
I can't think of a better place to do it than with you, right? I can't think. Can you think of any other person in the world that would benefit more from the fact that you decided to get up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm going to do me. I don't need to know what other people are doing. I'll help them. I'll be kind to them. I will smile and smile and smile some more, but I'm not going to get involved in shit that does not benefit me. When you look at it from that standpoint, it gets real easy. It's even, it gets you, it gets you fired up. It makes you feel powerful. Why? Because when you control the information that comes into you, you control the thoughts you have and the power that it generates, right? It doesn't matter to me whether the world thinks I suck or not. I am on track in my life and there is power in that. That's why I keep showing up. That's why I keep working at it. That's why I keep saying it. It's because eventually someone's going to say, you know, I guess he, you know, I don't know. He guess, I guess he does make a point. I guess he does have an argument when he says it's a hell of a lot cooler to bust your ass to do what you love to do than it is to bust your ass to do a bunch of crap you don't love to do. I mean, I don't know how much more simple it can get than that. If you want it, it's there. If you want it, you can go get it. If you want it, you have it. You do have it, right? You understand that, right? Got to go get it. Go get it. Because when it comes down to it, we have the power. Get powerful in your life. Grab a hold of that energy source that gets you up in the morning. Get something exciting going. Do some painting. Do some walking. But whatever it is, it's a visual thing. You have to have a plan. You have to have an image of where you're going because it's that excitement and how it's going to be to get there that gets you motivated. It's that excitement about where you're going and how cool it's going to be that gets you up and says, you know, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to work on the book and I'm going to get another podcast done, right? want to thank my wife. She's in the bedroom as I do this podcast. She accommodates me every every day almost, it seems. And uh, she has to live with the craziness that you hear, right? I am constantly in my head about what's going on. I want to learn more. I want to understand it. And equally as important, I want to help you understand it. There's no reason in the world you can't be waking up going, all right, I love my life. My tail's wagging because I get so, I have something in my life that's worth working for. Be honest with yourself. If it's not where you are, that's okay. That's fine. In fact, that's perfect because that is the opportunity for you to say, all right, let's just sit down. We'll talk about it. Let's see. What does our life look like? Create that image. Start talking about what can be. And before you know it, That's the life you're going to wake up to, and it's going to be better than you can even imagine. So, hey, listen, I really appreciate you showing up. I really appreciate you tuning in. I will tell you the numbers are coming up. I'm not sure if it's because I'm getting any better or people are just feeling sorry for me. Either way, that works, right? Hey, listen, until next time, you have a wonderful day. Launch every moment, every action from a platform of kindness. My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is Your Best Life Defined.